Dixon Jane's podcast number 915. Can't tell you where I am right now. It is in a, a park, a lovely, lovely park um, in um, New York State. I have crossed the border. I have crossed the border. Uh, this is the, I'm on the Aaron Parkway. I guess this is Aaron Park. I see it's uh, in honor of the Boonville 97. Boonville's 97, New York Volunteer Civil War Regiment drilled here and distinguished themselves at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, July 1st, 1863. So that's the plaque that I'm sitting in front of under a beautiful, beautiful tree in the shade. Oh, my God. All of this unplanned, of course. Oh, there goes a state trooper. Um, I've been watching my speed very carefully, translating it into Canadian. It's so funny to see the distances and uh, speed limits. And I keep looking at the... Okay, wait a minute. What's that? 50? Okay, all right. I'm safe. Uh, Traffic has been light. You know the beauty of this all, and I'm going to just wander for a little bit here. Um, I was afraid I would be on the interstate, I-90, the whole way down. And thank God... I've just turned the whole thing over to Apple's Maps, and I have been on nothing but side roads. I mean, I started off on uh, I-81, crossing the border uh, at near Thousand Islands area. Very, very easy crossing. Uh, just a couple of minutes. Very nice young man. Uh, took my passport. Said no, I don't need. I said I got my uh, vaccine. No, I don't need that. Uh, where are you going? Want to know why and what was going on? And I showed him a little poster I had of Kerouac. And uh, then um, you got any uh, drugs? I said no, no. Oh well, yeah, I got my medicine. No, do you have marijuana? No, no, no. And uh, <laughs> he said, "Have a nice day." He was just, you know, you get the nice ones uh, when you're lucky, and of course, you know. I, I had I was giving all the right signs, you know, some old guy in suspenders wearing a stupid hat. Um, anyway, left home uh, just after eight, stopped at Tim Hortons right in the corner, and uh, God, I'm still eating the apple fritter I got along with a blueberry muffin and a coffee on top of the chicken sandwich I made, and uh, just everything is going tickety boo. And the only reason I'm talking to you now is because I have been expressing so much anxiety over this trip. Oh, my God. The dreams I've been having and the the stress. And, and earlier on, there was a time when I was thinking, do I even want to go? And it's just odd how these things can build up and you can work yourself into a lather. Um, but um, that's all gone. I, there was a breakthrough yesterday. My plan was I was going to drive to Kingston, stay with my good friends Alvin and Brady, have supper there, sleep in the driveway, get a 6 a.m. start, you know. And so I went out yesterday and bought some snacks for the trip and I realized, you know, why am I stopping in Kingston? It's only a three-hour drive. How's that really going to help me? And then I got a long drive all the way to Lowell and crossing the border the next day. Why didn't I cross the border today? 
Wednesday. I'm not aiming to be in Louisville Thursday afternoon when the fun starts. Um, I could actually make it there tonight. I don't think I will. I've, what I've done is I've planned out... When all of this... You know, I've got these snacks, and I'm thinking, I could stop anywhere. God, this is going to be fun. Let's just let's just go. How far can we get? Look at the map. How about Albany, New York? Is there a, is there a large um, Walmart? Yes, there is. There's a super center just off the interstate. All right. Let's make that our destination for today. So it still is. I could be there by 3.30 or so. Um, but I may just feel when I get there, well, why not keep on going? Or maybe look for a campground or who knows. And I guess the point being, I have freed myself. Oh, my God. Even last night, I was thinking, okay, now, tomorrow morning, are you going to go to the McDonald's in Eglinton, which is the wrong direction, or the one on Lawrence, which is also the wrong direction, but it's faster because it's on Lawrence and you've got to go back on Lawrence? Or are you? How about if you go back to the uh, Whopper? You know, big big Burger King there. Um, but you were not happy the last time you went, and I, I'm and I have these pictures in my mind, and I'm picturing every single parking lot. I'm picturing exactly like it's watching movies as I go through each scenario, and I'm flipping from one to the other and back and forth, and none of them are happy. And I realize when I woke up at five this morning. A lot of it centered around using the app and getting a deal. And a little breakthrough, just like the breakthrough that said you don't have to stop in Kingston, you can keep going. A little breakthrough, you don't need the fucking app, you don't need a fucking deal. Just go up the street, Tim Hortons, it's just, you know, two blocks from where you live. Get some coffee, it's good coffee, get a donut, get a muffin, and be on your way. Yeah! Yeah! And that's exactly what I did. I freed myself of the burden of, oh, what's the, what's the best place? And, oh, my God, how much time is that going to get me? A, a little tangent here. I listened to NPR on one of my recent trips, and they talked about a certain group of people, not very many, it's a very rare condition, who cannot make pictures in their brain. They don't have these images. They, they just don't form mental images. And my head is nothing but fucking dancing images constantly for every scenario, every possible discussion, everything. And I, I imagine most of my listeners are like that, too. Although I don't know to what degree, but for me, it's just it's overwhelming uh, mental pictures playing out scenes in advance. And where were we going with this? So I've had so many of them, and I guess now that I'm sitting in this park, which was not planned, I have freed myself. I have, as soon as I let go of Kingston and let go of Burger King deals or whatever, I have freed myself to, well, whatever happens. Wherever you stop tonight, it's fine. And I need a pee. Well, I missed that turn off for a little rest area, but, oh, look, there's a park. Let's stop here which is where I am now. And it's just, oh my God, I am free again. How did I get myself so tied up in knots? And again, I, I question, is this a, a factor of, of age? Like, as you get older, do you, do you have to plan things more? Do you fret more? Do you, do, you, do you have to rehearse? Do you have to think about things? Like, what, what goes on? Uh, as the years advance and things seem to be more complicated. And I, I have spoken to a couple of friends, and, and I, I think I'm on the right track. 
But thank God today I'm sitting here talking to you under the shade of a tree with, with Sal right behind me, parked very, very happily, I might say, although the fridge is not working, um, under the same tree at this beautiful, gorgeous, and the colors, oh my God, it is fall. Boys and girls, you know what happens in the fall when you're out in the country. And this is country. This is rural. I've been rural the entire time. Rural New York State. How beautiful. So I just needed to get back to you and and start off with a happy fucking beginning. Um, Shout out, by the way, to uh, our good friend Tennessee Jake, who has released a new podcast and the intro. Got them both. Um... And freed himself also of all kinds of burdens. He is not doing the Christmas countdown this year. Good. Good for you. What a burden it was. All the planning he had to do, all the extra work he had to do. He's freed himself of this extra responsibility. He's freed himself in his podcast. It's just going to be simple stuff. No music. He's just going to do whatever he feels like doing. Good for you. That is a sign of good mental health letting go of uh, things that keep us tied up, untying ourselves. And uh, and that's kind of what I'm sharing with you now. I've freed myself just a little bit, but I'm going to hop back in my car. Oh, I'm also so happy with all the snacks I bought. I haven't opened the popcorn or the chips, but I got coffee going. I got cold water. I got uh, iced tea, lemonade, and I bought a huge bag of a mountain trail mix and it's delicious that I can just reach over into the passenger seat and just grab a handful but uh, first we've got to finish our uh, our Tim Hortons um, apple fritter Scarborough dude signing out from did I say Evansville or wherever the hell we are Irwin Irwin I'm on the Irwin Parkway right near Moose River Road mm-hmm. Scarborough dude signing out bye for now Okay, that'll do it. Scarborough Dude coming back at you from uh, outside the Walmart Supercenter. Sort of um, camped between the I-87 and the I-90. So it is going to be a noisy night. This is not... uh, (laughs) Well, it's cheap. Um, I looked in my food box. I had a tin of Alphagetti that I don't know how old that can was. But I was able to heat that up on the propane oven or propane stove without electricity, not needed. Well, I put the light on, of course, because I don't have power. I'm not plugged in. My fridge is not working. It's very finicky, and when it's pl- when it's plugged in, it's fine. When it when it switches over to gas, there's a a little flame that's got to be lit, and they go out. And it's just, it almost seems random that sometimes it works. It, it goes over to try and get it, and it doesn't catch. And it goes, anyway, anyway, anyway. I've got um, a little cooler with me in a, a big uh, orange juice container with a block frozen solid. So, well, it was. Anyway, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, I walked through that Walmart. Oh, my God, what a nightmare. Two floors. Like an escalator in the middle to take your carts up because you haven't finished shopping. You just park the cart on this thing and it takes it up and you go alongside on the escalator. Oh, my God. 
felt like a little kid coming to the big city and seeing all these wonders. I do remember my first escalator, I believe at the Eden store in Montreal, was almost frightening. They were wood in those days. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. So I'm making the best of it. That's, that's the only thing you can do. Why are the lights on? Why are the lights on? Shouldn't be any lights on. You can remove the keys. The door's closed. Come on. There shouldn't be any lights on. You never know. You know, some of these things are... Uh, there's a timer for how long your lights should be left on. This seems to be much too long. Okay, that's gone out. Now, how come the dashboard's all lit up? It's like the engine is running or something. Is it running? No. Jesus. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. All the power's on. What the fuck? Um, excuse me. I, I'm getting sidetracked. My God, if you listen to uh, Kenneth uh, over there on uh, his show, boy, when he uh, when he gets a buzz going, he's he's flying off in all directions. And I think I've caught a bit of that myself today. But I'm not I'm not high. I'm just confused. Why are these fucking lights on? Maybe the windows are open. I don't know. <sighs> sorry, sorry. So uh, the thing is, you got to make the best of it. This is a cheap night. I'm only uh, just under 300 kilometers away from Lowell, so I can be there any time tomorrow that I want. Right? The other weird thing is, I got feeling the vehicle vibrating, but it's because I'm parked. This is my third parking spot tonight. Um, in a line where there's where there are trucks, and I think the trucks keep their engines running. And it feels like mine's running. But goddammit, the lights are still fucking on. What's going on? Off. Honestly, it, it's very disturbing. Okay. It, there shouldn't be. Lights on. I'm going to have to start this and shut it off. Bear with me. Jesus Christ. All right. All right, now. Everything's on. Good. Shows the mileage. 105,172 kilometers. All right, now. Seatbelt off. We are going to shut that down. Oh, I know. I had... Oh, I had accessories on. I had the fan on. Okay, shut that off. Remove the key. See what happens now. Um, so, this isn't a great situation. Like, I, I could have planned this to actually have turned up in a, 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 a state park. But I, by the time I got here, 5 o'clock, I, I left home at 8.15. I got here, what, 4.30 maybe? 5? 4.30? I was tired. I, I had had enough for today. And uh, so, you know, here I am. I've just gone and made the back all cozy. I've got my sleeping bag stretched out on the angle. I pulled the blinds down to uh, cut any of the extra light. And I moved from under a giant spotlight to a spot that's uh, blocked a little bit by a tree. So I'm, I'm as good as it... This is as good as it's going to get. i got a beer going. Cheers, boys and girls. And I ate that whole tin of Alphagetti. i got half a sandwich left. There was nothing around here. I was hoping I'd go to a really nice place, you know, uh, the kind of place that um, Tennessee Jake goes to. But around here, this shithole, there is nothing. This is just, like, industrial. Huge stores and uh, overpriced things. God damn it, the lights are still on! On and off. I don't understand it. There shouldn't be lights on. Can anybody out there help me? I don't think you can, but, like, why? Because I'm sitting in the driver's seat? Can't be it. Because there's a door open somewhere? Maybe there's a goddamn door open. Jesus Christ. Hang on. Come with me while I check things out, all right? We'll see. If that, I mean, that would be... Ow. Ow. I got so much shit in here now, it's... 
Let's see. Open? No. Close. Ah. Passenger seat. No. Okay. All right. That must have been it, because the lights are out. Jesus. Yeah. No. God. No. Ah. Okay. All right. Back in the seat. Now I can relax. <laughs> It's always the answer. Well, why are the lights on? Because the door's fucking open. Sorry, boys and girls, I guess I'm a little wired up. You know, initially I arrived here, and I thought, good, you made it. Um, the drive was beautiful until the last 130 kilometers. <clears throat> Sorry. And that was all I-90, the interstates, you know, and it's just, they're just fucking ugly. Um, now, tomorrow when I go to Lowell, I could take, continue on the I-87 or I-90 or whatever, which one it is, and reach there in under three hours. Or I could take another route that avoids these interstates, and it would take me at least 45 minutes to an hour longer. And I have to make that decision. I'm not ready to make it uh, now. That may be a better choice. I mean, I don't have to be. I mean, the, the party starts at 5. I want to get my parking. I want to be there early afternoon to ensure that I have a parking spot outside the old Worthen. Um, but it doesn't have to be that early. Am I shouting? I'm sorry. <sighs> I guess, wow, how come I'm wired? I guess it's just, you know, it's been, a, it's been a, an active, busy day. Up early, woke at 5, up about 6.40, and then just racing around, getting ready, but uh, I, I'm, I, I did it well, and I, I followed through the plan. The plan was, you know, hey, have, um, have a free night at a Walmart. You know, it's, I, I think I'll do a nicer job coming home. I think I will camp at a state park, so I'll stay tuned for that. But now, this is just uh, day one, and I guess I just should shut the fuck up um, and um, carry on tomorrow when there are more exciting things to talk about. I'm just sort of getting, you know, what do, what do I have to do? What time is it now? Like 7? Uh, come on, AT&T. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock now. I can't go to bed, you know, at this crazy hour. But uh, not much. I guess I could read, I suppose. I've been listening to podcasts. Uh, the Edward Snowden series is very interesting. I think that's what I'll do. I'll put that one on and uh, get back to you later. So Scarborough Dude signing out from Walmart Super Fucking Center in Albany, New York. Bye for now. Chick, chick, chick. Uh, the bell's at the front of uh, cell, and I'm at the back of cell. So uh, no bell for you. Uh, listen... The preceding clip I'm leaving in only because I don't want to hide the fact that I am emotionally immature. I have been all my life. It's one of my greatest faults. I'm like a child. You know, I've told you, you know, a shoelace gets a knot. You just swear and tug at it. And, um, you know, instead of calmly thinking logically the way a Dave Broadback might do it, um... I just snap and, and snarl and make noise, you know, like a stupid jungle animal. But uh, anyway, we, we just parked that. I just left that in there. Um, and the whole night while I was lying here uh, in bed, I, I, I did not have a good night's sleep, believe me. Uh, the Walmart was convenient and the price was right, zero dollars. I parked the best spot I could find under the trees. Uh, but I'd heard this vibrating all night, and I kept thinking, well, what? It, it feels like it's coming from my car or my, my vehicle, but it can't be. 
And I kept thinking, is something running, you know, a pump for the hot water or something that I don't know? But it was just the damn trucks idling, and it it vibrated the pavement, I know. But uh, anyway, not a good night's sleep, but by 7.20, I was on the road, uh, grabbed a coffee and uh, that I already had in the van, and off I went. Now, um, I had to choose between the fast route up the I-90 or 87 or whatever it was, or down that road, or the long way, the fast way, freeway, uh, you know, motorway, uh, would have been two hours and 45, uh, two hours and 45 minutes, that's right. And if you took the scenic route, the slow route with no toll roads, no, uh, the, you know, the, uh, what do you call them, expressways, they call them here, um, it would take at least three hours and 30 minutes. Well, it turned out it took five hours, but that includes a little breakfast stop. Uh, but, oh, my God, did I make the right decision to take the slow route. I ended up driving through the hills of New York, Vermont, and Massachusetts. The hills in October with all the maple trees. I even went down a long, winding, winding road with virtually no traffic called Maple Road, and boy, was it ever. I, I, I cannot, I cannot tell you how gorgeous the drive was. Now, parts are a bit hairy because, you you know, you listen to your iPhone and tell you, okay, 12 miles, 12 kilometers on this route and then here and then here, and you're, you're constantly changing. But the directions were so accurate and so good and visual with the map out. You'd see how far that turn is. No mistakes the entire way. And here I am now in Lowell, arrived here at 12.30. You remember how nervous I was about the parking spot. I was having these nightmares about parking. Oh, my God, these dreams, like the anxiety it created. And talking to Gooba and saying, you know, can I park at your motel if I can't get a spot here? I pull in to the Worthen parking lot. You know, after cutting some vehicle off so I could just zip in really quickly. A uh, lot of empty spaces. I have no fear, of course. It's only 12 in the afternoon. Not everybody's drinking yet. Um, I just park, and I see... I'm about to take a picture out my window to show the wonderful view of the old Worthen. And the manager comes running out. The woman I met five years ago. She's running towards me. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And she says, Look, if you can just move it up against the wall there, nobody can get in beside you. You'll have no trouble backing out. Uh, you know, it's a perfect spot for you. And she said, I, I knew somebody was coming with a van and they were going to stay the weekend. And I said, Yeah, that's me. And boy, did I thank her. You've got a little gift for her. My goodness. All that anxiety, needless, pointless anxiety over where will I park? Because she never replied. She never sent an email back. Sure. But there she is. And so I'm parked right against this very colorful painted wall. Uh, Dale, I, you know, I just, I thank her. 
and then I look over towards the Wortham where I'm going to head soon for a beer, and I see Dale uh, Guba and um, Uncle Mike. Friends from five years ago, friends, you know, who I've now we're tight friends on social media. The thrill, the honestly, it was truly a feeling of love, like brotherhood, that kind of love, the brotherhood, like how good to see you again. You know, everybody happy. It's so good you're here. It's so good to see you. We're all saying this. Dale takes a wonderful picture of uh, me and Uncle Mike leading on Sal with that colorful backdrop. I take a lovely one of him and Uncle Mike with the Worthen in the background. Already posted that, of course, on Facebook. It's just all this this doubt I had about coming. Like, where does this come from? There was a point where I I don't know if I'm going to go. Oh, thank God. Thank God. And I guess it's I know there's a lesson in there that in life sometimes you have to push, you have to fight, you have to force yourself, you have to trust your gut instincts. I'll give you another example. I I made some cereal. I had cereal in the van, so I had just gobbled some of that down so I'm not going to be hungry once I start driving. And I think, oh, later on I'll have a breakfast, but I'm sure as hell not going to go to a Max or a Chin, you know, something like that. I want to go to a, like a diner type place. I'm a good way into the route, route I guess. Maybe it's uh, not, maybe around 10 by this point, not quite. And I see a place called Pete's something or other. Uh, and it's really intriguing. But of course, it's, you know, and there's a scientist all day breakfast, but I drive right past it. I drive right past. I'm looking for that right now. And um, then realize, hey, Ken, isn't that the kind of place you're looking for? Like a one-of-a-kind? Sorry. Oh, stop, stop, stop. I'm trying to find the name of it. Now I'm thinking of uh, Kenneth. I scolded Kenneth for uh, taking too long finding his answer. So where the hell is this place? Oh, here we are. Pete's. Papa Pete's. Beer, serving breakfast and lunch all day. An old ramshackle place with like a picket fence. It's all gray wood. And I drive right past it. But on my right, oh my God, there's a uh, truck turnoff place for putting on your winter chains. I just quickly make a turn and double back. My, of course, my iPhone says, no, 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 go straight, you know. I double back to that place, and I go in, and I thought, this this looks good. It's an old diner with a booth. Wonderful, friendly waitress. I look at the menu, and I go, uh-oh, you know, $13 omelets. I'm a cheapie, you know. I was looking for, like, one of these $6 greasy, you know, sausage and egg breakfast with toast. Um... That's, you know, that's, they got, uh, what do you call them, you know, the fancy, uh, with hollandaise sauce, you know what I'm talking about, on the, on the muffin. <laughs> the, the words aren't coming to me today because I'm just too excited, you know. And 
I look, and oh my God, they got omelets, pancakes, and it's special. I hear people behind me. There's one other couple there, and they're raving about the food. Everybody's friendly, and they got great music station on. And oh God, this feels wonderful. Start with a coffee. This is just oh my goodness, what can I get for you, dear? You know, very friendly. This boy, I did pick the right place, and finally I see omelet. Uh, Granny Smith apples and Vermont cheddar cheese. And I, come on, I'm in Vermont now. Go for the cheddar cheese, man. It is amazing. In fact, I've got a bit left. Uh, it was so big. We're talking American portions here. I couldn't finish it all. I carried out half in a little container she gave me. She, you know, would you like a coffee for the road, dear? Would you like to take one with you? You don't know, places don't do that. Hands you a takeout container with the, for the rest of the omelet and a coffee to go. Now, she hands me the bill. It's almost $17, the coffee and everything, tax, I guess. And I'm, that's fine. You know, I'm treating myself. Last night, uh, parked outside Walmart, I opened a can of Alphagetti. You couldn't have had a more disgusting supper, but that was my supper last night, Alphagetti. So I can afford to splurge a little today. Yeah, I can, I can pay that, you know. And then uh, two minutes later, she comes back and she picks up my bill and takes it away. And I thought, uh-oh, maybe she forgot to charge me. That's unusual. No. And uh, I'm getting ready to leave. And she says, well, you were, uh, you don't have to pay. It's done. It's paid for. A what? I can't believe it. Yeah, it's paid for. Don't worry about it. I said, well, who, what, why, who did this? They, they don't want to, they don't want to tell you. They just, 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 you know, they thought you were a nice guy. Seriously, this is one of those pay it forward things. This couple who were sitting there, a young couple, uh, I didn't talk to them, but they just picked up my breakfast. Like, here's the one I'm thinking, oh, I spent a little extra than I usually do, and now I don't even pay for it. I mean, if that's not a sign that for me, like, turning around and going back, because that place looks intriguing, like, listening to your gut instinct directing me back to this place when I'm going past it, and then, on top of that, as if I need confirmation, somebody else pays for it. Like, hey... And and the day just was like that. Now, when it started off, believe me, you know, in the low sun in the morning, you get out and you can't see, you're blinded. And I realize, oh my God, I haven't cleaned my windshield. It's filthy. I cannot see out the window. It's blinding. And then we go down uh, a little, uh, a little valley and it's fogged in. You cannot see. You can see one car ahead of you. You cannot read the overhead signs. Heavy, thick fog. Oh my God. This is how I'm starting my day, right? Oh, shit. <sighs> anyway, it just got better and better and better. And next thing about all these country side roads. with the... Sometimes they were one way. They were repaving. The Hogback Mountain in Vermont was being repaved. So it's just one lane of traffic, you know, and you're waiting in the line. And you got transport trucks and it's all fun. It's all good boys and girls, boys and girls. I'm telling you. I mean, it's already fantastic, and it hasn't even fucking started yet. But of course, it has. Scarborough dude, signing. I just, I'm just gushing. I'm just so damn happy. I'm just so damn pleased. I'm just so damn positive. I'm just so damn 
grateful for everything. Gosh darn. Pretty soon, I'll be in that Worthered, the old Worthered, having a beer. But right now, I, what I've done, oh, I've also, because I'm parked here for four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I've set out, like I've never done this before, filled the sink, ran the hot water thing, got warm water, got my face cloth out, got my cleaning stuff so I can stay clean here. Like I'm doing this properly. I'm doing this properly. Like I'm set up. I've set up camp already. Like we're here. I got the blinds closed where they need to be. I'm facing the wall. Nobody can see it that way. It's just perfect. And if that doesn't sound true to you, well, what do you know about? (laughs) But what goes on inside my head? All that worry, all that anxiety, just blown away. Where does it come from? Oh, my God. Have faith, dude. Have faith. Signing out. Bye for now. Ding dong. Yeah, check, check, check. I gotta shut the light out. There we are. We're in the dark now. Oh, God. I've, uh, it's just after midnight. Uh, finishing off the first night of, uh, Lowell Celebrates Kerouac. This is the Thursday night. And, uh, what an evening it was. What a day. So, I'll give a bit of a summary. First of all, I'm very, very comfortable. I decided to make the full bed. Uh, you know, it just involves moving a few cushions and pulling out a board and uh, taking advantage of the whole rear of the uh, road track. So you've got like a king-size bed here. And there's a special way, a privacy door. If you open the door to the bathroom, um, it shuts off, you can sort of unfold the door, it's in two parts very clever design and it leans against the counter and it virtually shuts off the whole front part of the road track so you don't need to put blinds over the front windscreens, nobody can peek in at you, so you're enclosed in this rear area I've got all the blinds down of course you can hear a few people outside in the parking lot Um, so where to begin um, I guess around four o'clock I went in for my first beer. I had a very pleasant time just sort of resting uh, here in the in the van until I was finally ready. Washed up, changed shirts and everything, and uh, went in and joined uh, Uncle Mike and uh, uh, Gubba, 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 Sir Toppin Hat, uh, Dale, for those who can't keep names straight. Um, and of course, through them, you know, over time, different people come in. I met, finally met Patty Cake, very nice, fun loving person. Uh, her partner, whose name I just right now forget. And, uh, then of course, Ghislaine came and Philip. Names from the past, uh, names from five years ago when I met all these people for the first time. And, by God. So, it was time sitting around drinking. The the, the Old Worthern is a perfect place to host this. They've got a, an upstairs for special events. They cleared a space for two bands, and both bands were amazing. One was Beatles covers, and boy, oh boy, they did not disappoint. These are professional musicians, and um, 
you could tell they loved the Beatles. What was really funny, I we we had we, we cornered one of the best tables, and it was right up front facing the band. And uh, I just it was all the old favorite Beatles songs for me, and Goba and I were just mouthing the lyrics to them. And after the show, I thanked the guy. I said, oh, what a great job they'd done. And he said, yeah, you were really into it. He said, I, I knew if I forgot any lyrics, I'd just have to look at you. I could see you mouthing the words the whole time, which was, you know, a, a, kind of a, a funny compliment. It was, it, was, it was a nice sharing moment. And then a, a follow-up band who opened with Sweet Virginia, a rousing edition. It was just one guy on the guitar, and then I guess a, a, some sort of, you know, electronics tape track something in the background i don't know how it worked and uh, a partner who was just playing uh, one african drum and another like uh, just a bongo and they were amazing it was all energy it just had a range of stuff uh, unbelievable you know two bands just put on for the for the fun of it for the show no nobody going around with a hat you know nobody asking for money this is just hey this is part of uh you know, Lowell celebrates Kerouac. We got bands tonight, so that was uh, that was a plus. And, and just, you know, I think I was dancing more with my king, uh, tapping on the floor, and uh, just just having a great time. So, boy, telling the story makes it sound pretty goddamn boring. I'm sorry about that, but it was a fabulous evening and uh, excellent beer. I had this and uh, a Werther's IPA, which is very very good. And the food at the Werther is fantastic. Like for nine seventy five, you get a burger, and this is a guy firing up big, huge meat patties, you know, over a grill with flames. Uh, no prepackaged stuff here, and uh, with you know fries and uh, just really good quality food at very reasonable prices. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. And of course, the building—it's ancient, as you you could tell from the pictures. I'll post here and there. I just posted a night shot. It looks so good with the lights outside the building and the tower, clock tower beside it. Uh, I, I'm not going to go on anymore. It just a, a really funny thing. A, a real bonus. Somebody else came up to me. And I, I knew her. She was smiling at me. I didn't recognize. And it was Nancy, for, who I met five years ago, the very kind uh, uh, professor from Colorado, uh, here with her son again. Who took me around last year when took me to the grotto and to Kerouac's grave and drove me around. We had a meal together. and uh, So she's picking me up tomorrow morning for uh, for breakfast. Take me out. This is this wonderful. I said, yeah, I'm just in the parking lot. Just knock on the door. You know, I, I, like I'm at home here for four days. This this is as good as it gets, boys and girls. Anyway, my voice is shot. I got to stop talking. I want to, I got to save some. I've been shouting, cheering on the bands. Yeah, my voice is gone. Scarborough dude signing out. I, I just, I, I've done a feeble, piss poor job of describing something that's absolutely wonderful. So there you go. Bye for now.